Good afternoon and welcome to the Small Business Cheerleader Podcast. I'm Nicola from NW Marketing and today I'm joined by the awesome Demelza Leonard of DL Social Marketing and Music Diva. How are you today? I'm well, Nicola. Thank you. I'm I'm just so excited because we're going to be talking about <laughs> podcasting and I know I, I get excited about everything, but podcasting and collaborations are the way for small businesses to grow now. And I have had so many questions from people in small business who want to start a podcast and they just don't know where to go. They don't know what the first step should be. So I wanted to get you on so that I could have an expert come and really shed some light on all of these topics. So introduce yourself and let's get chatting about podcasts. Well, as you've said, I'm Demelza Leonard. I run DL Social, but on top of being a lady in marketing like yourself. I also uh, have a little bit of background in music journalism. I've been on radio. I've had my own uh, radio show, the music presenter on the Foxtel uh, TV show, The Couch, and have been for going on seven years now. Uh, I've worked at Express Magazine. I've interviewed some of the biggest acts and artists and rappers around uh, the world uh, and, yeah, have done a whole heap of that. And part of that was since 2011 I have been involved in some way, shape or form of either online radio shows or podcasts. So I've definitely seen the involvement. I was a very early adopter of podcasts when they first came out. In fact, we even had, uh, at the time, I was running a nightclub uh, event every Wednesday, and we even had a podcast that kicked off the first hour of the nightclub, and we streamed, uh, we we recorded the podcast at the nightclub and then uh, went uh, into the rest of the the party side of things uh, just to kind of fill and give some sort of fun interaction at the start so definitely have seen the rise of podcasts particularly over the last four or five years and just how important it is now not only to people's entertainment value and informative value but now also in terms of for businesses uh, how it can really be a funnel option for marketing strategies as well. Yeah, exactly. It's an evergreen uh, content strategy that small business owners can really get value from because I've even had people from podcast episodes um, I released last year still get in contact from having found them on YouTube or found them on Spotify and then binge watched or listened to episodes. So it's something that is out there and it is is, um, not as overwhelming as it sounds. And that's what we want to get down to today because we're talking about those that might be exploring the idea. So what we want to ask them first is, is a podcast for me? That's what a lot of people ask. And I'm sure you get the same question. So how do you tell a small business owner or, or what are the key points they should be looking out for when it comes to creating a podcast for their small business? So there's a number of things that we need to have a look at. You can have a podcast, but work out exactly what you want to achieve from your podcast first and foremost. If it's something that's going to be to create leads and encourage people to sign up or subscribe, Sure, that's one option that you can have. Another option that you can have is it's brand awareness. It's to get you out there a little bit more. It's to get people knowing you. So it's more of that top of funnel uh, for, for what you're doing is there. Work out exactly 
what you want to achieve from that and how it fits in your marketing and how your other marketing channels will work with your podcast. Because if your podcast is just working over here and it's working on its own, then you might be missing some great opportunities to funnel people to become followers or funnel people to become clients or to sign up to your email database or to sign up to your new course that you're going to have. And you really want to make sure that if this is working here, how is it going to interact with your other elements in your marketing strategy as well? The second thing that you, you want to also think about is your audience. Is your audience someone who that you are trying to, or your dream audience rather, is someone you're trying to attract? And are they sitting on platforms to listen to podcasts? Are they likely to listen to a podcast? Do some research be your, about your audience to work out exactly what they do, how they listen. Because, for example, your audience might love podcasts, but they're more likely to be a busy mum who only gets the opportunity to listen to your podcast in the car when they're going to pick up the kids. So they've only really got about 15, 20 minutes to be able to absorb what you're talking about as opposed to an hour-long podcast with a lot of information that can be quite heavy as well. So by understanding who your audience is, and that all works with your marketing strategy and your business strategy as well, that's going to allow you to work out exactly where and what you should be doing in terms of how to what what you should be doing with your podcast first and foremost and then how you're going to work out what topics you're going to cover exactly how you're going to script your podcast what interactions are you going to have what are the types of guests that you want to get on your podcast is your podcast going to be just yourself talking or are you going to have a panel of people and things like that as well so there's a few things there that you can be looking at and allows you to work out and determine is this what I want to do And is this how I'm going to be able to communicate with that dream audience I'm trying to capture at the same time? Yeah, exactly. Because I always ask people or implore people to really do the strategy work first. Don't just go off with shiny new things and get distracted from what really is um, turning up the needle in your business. Because if you do, it will never have the backing of the strategy and the research to know that it's the right thing to do. Or like you said, it won't be connected to the greater marketing plan that you have for your business. It's always a tool, a tool that should be connected with all the other tools to enable you to be seen and to be aligned with all of your content, not just one random thing, like you said, sitting to the side. So do the work and find your people. It's like Joe Rogan, isn't it? I mean, three-hour yeah. podcasts, they're not something that mums would normally listen to on the way to, to school drop-off. It's something you do at night, something you do um, if you were that type, and he's got a very, very um, defined type of people that listen. People, I've seen 15-minute podcasts on inspiration or things to get you going for the day, and, and that, again, is completely different type of person so you're right find out who it is where they are and how they listen I know that audible with books is the same some people love hard copy books some people love audible some people love YouTube 
and some people love Spotify. So, um, yeah, really do the research. And I think that if you do that, you'll be surprised at how it'll flow out um, and you'll create uh, content on your podcast that will automatically align to your clients. And I think that that's so important. Um, Now, I want to talk to you about tips in terms of promoting a podcast and building um, an audience and your podcast. People can, you know, actually create one quite easily and, and have the content out there. But how are you going to build an audience that really wants to consistently go back to your podcast? Yeah, and I think the one thing that we need to realise as well is because podcasts are so popular as well, there's a lot of noise on listening platforms, whether that's Spotify, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever you're, you're putting your podcast on. In Australia alone, in the month of November last year, there were 48 million downloads of podcasts and that's just in Australia. So when you think of that, that you're not just independently creating a podcast but you're also fighting with a lot of the mainstream channels and networks that are now also on that podcast bandwagon and putting content out there, you really want to make sure that you're giving your audience every opportunity to try and find you, especially if they uh, don't know that you necessarily exist unless they're scrolling through an Instagram or social media or, or wherever it is that, that they're finding you. When it comes to promoting, I really think that you need to give people a taste of your podcast. Give them an idea of what they're going to see or, or hear, uh, whether that's through a, a video podcast or through just purely audio. And there's a lot of ways that you can do this. You can stick up quotes from your podcast in your social media. You can send out little snippets on social media through uh, an app called Wave. So Wave allows you to extract a set amount of audio. You can put it on a nice branded type of tile and showcase a snippet and that that way they get to hear the production behind your podcast as well these are the types of things that are going to help you things like sharing the story behind your guest asking your audience for more uh for questions you know what would you like me to ask this particular guest so that they want to hear more when you're launching a podcast even think about the different ways that you can let people know so it might be an email newsletter that you send out to build some hype it might be that through your business you're sending out to your business you might set up a competition to encourage people to listen to the first episode you could do something maybe a little bit experiential and have a launch party and so with a launch party you you're inviting potentially guests and influencers so this is if you've got a little bit of budget behind you as well they can then share to their networks which means that they're you know the power of influencer marketing right there and then for your podcast and then that can work from there these are the types of things to consider because like social media if social media went down tomorrow how are you still going to interact and communicate with whatever business or strategy you're trying to get out there. So this is why with your podcast, you would utilize it just as you would how you would promote your business as well. And that's through your social media, your website, your email platforms, even have a look at the different platforms that could help you rank. You know, there are places out there that are now advertising promotional services for podcasts. 
Another great way to have your podcast is the guest that you choose. Think about one thing that I, I know and from my past running uh, an online radio station, Boss Mode Radio, is that everyone wants to be a guest. They want to showcase what they're doing and the business that they're having. However, does that mean that that guest is going to be great for your business or is that guest relying more so on your business to attract clientele to them? What you want to do is make sure that the guests that you have have media experience or can talk the back legs of a donkey because it means that you're going to be able to get what you want from there. So when you're promoting, not only are you promoting this great quality guest, but you're also, you know that they're going to then promote it to their networks and you're going to both cohesively have this strategy of I'm going to promote you and you're going to promote me at the same time. And we're both going to build whatever we're doing at the same time as well. So there are lots of different ways, but I definitely would recommend do not just put your eggs in the one social media basket. Look at what else you can do to get it out there. Even if it means sticking up a pin, you know, on the community notice board, like sticking something up at Kyle's notice board or something like that. Anything that can get you out there in front of your audience to make notice, go for it. Oh, look, I'm, I'm all about um, better is not better, different is better. So um, that's the book, um, again, different by Mike McCallowitz. It's out at the moment. Um, sometimes you have to look at other industries and think, well, what can I take from that that's not being done in my industry to be seen? And mm. you're exactly right. People are starting to send out lumpy mail again because nobody gets lumpy mail, which is obviously something you get in the post box that it has something special in it. Like people used to say, have a break, and then they'd have a tea bag in there and then they'd talk about their product you know that used to be a thing that was huge back in the early 90s and and then obviously it drove away because everyone got emails but as soon as everyone got an email everyone stopped really reading emails and then everyone had a podcast and now people stopped so how are you going to stand out and a good way to do that is to really find a niche and to really find something that is truly you and then have yes. guests on that will give that um, to your ideal client what can that they give to your ideal client. Like obviously mine, early stage small biz owners, um, me being um, trademarked um, now the small business cheerleader because that was so important to me to protect that IP. So mm -hmm. any guest that is on with me has to have something that can impart value to my audience or yeah. has to be part of my audience that wants to come on and share a journey. And I think that's the only way like you and I can then share with our audiences similar things that can help yours and mine together. And I think collaboration is the way of the, well, it's the way now of the future because of collaboration with reels, with posts, with um, podcasts. Everyone is working together to get seen and I think that that can only be a great thing because it also creates this sense of community, whereas everyone is yeah. working alone a lot of the time now and they don't have that connection. We were just talking about it before we went on air, like that connection of networking is a little less now. So I think this collaboration is a way of us taking that back, don't you think? Totally. And I think also we need to realise, I, I, someone said to me a couple of months ago, podcasts with the new bar you know we're going to open a bar one day you know so it's it, it you're sitting there and you're thinking okay well I'm going to have a podcast too but 
there's there are a lot of elements to it but if done right it can be done very very well and you know you might not necessarily have a podcast that you're doing an episode a week it might just be once a week uh once a fortnight sorry or it might be once a month or it might be one season and then you've got another season about to come about in you know x amount of time uh you know these are the types of things that makes your podcast unique and I think that's the other thing that we need to realize as well is that there are so many podcasts out there both independently and your uniqueness what makes you you or you just as you would be authentic and showing up on social media do the same in your podcast don't be like every other podcast that's out there find those questions and see how you can evolve on that and and create a series or create an actual show based upon that that people are going to love and fall in love with because at the end of the day you also want people to subscribe at the end of your show because they love it and without doing without we're doing something that everyone else is doing or sounds like what everyone else is doing not only are you making promoting your podcast 10 times harder but it means you're you're being stuck in that clutter and you really want to kind of get over it because the more people listen the more you're going to rank and the more you rank the more people are going to take notice yeah, 100%. And as you said, it doesn't have to be a weekly drop. It can be a monthly drop even, but as long as it's consistent. I think as long as your ideal client or your listeners know when you drop. I've got podcasts. I know they come out on a Wednesday. I can't wait for them to come out on a Wednesday. And then I get upset when they're not there on a Wednesday because I'm that invested. And it's just normal podcasting, but I've become accustomed to it. We want to train our ideal clients, our audience, of when to expect content from us because that can create that sense of anticipation and more likely for people to know that you're always going to be there. So start building up consistency, building up your ideal guests, if you want guests, or the content that will at least help your ideal client. Now, now after, um, yeah, and also when it comes to podcasts, of course, you're hitting countries and places that you can only imagine. I know even with my podcasts, I was big in Canada for a while and then in the UK and then in some of Eastern Europe. And you think that's a lot of people listening to what you have to say and a lot of people clicking through on things that you talk about and my guests. So it's not just you. You're providing a platform for other people to be heard on multiple continents. So, I mean, gosh, how could you ever do that? (laughs) Even, you know, 15 years ago, how could you even think that was a thing? A small business owner, solopreneur, early biz early stage, you're being heard out there. So make the most of it. But it does involve consistency. It does involve having a plan, a marketing strategy and an ideal client. That work first before you start throwing your time and energy into a podcast. But once, say we've done all that work, we know what we're doing. Now, from your experience, which is vast, what apps and IT are best for people starting out with a podcast? Where should they go? Yes, so definitely have a look at making sure your sound quality is good. That's the number one thing that you should be looking at. Uh, I recommend putting that little bit of money into investing in mixers and microphones that are going to give you that really solid sound quality. Because again, these are all little things that when it comes to what other people are listening to, if you don't have that 
good quality sound quality, you're already going to have a problem with the credibility for your brand, especially if it's someone brand new coming to learn a little bit more about you. They've stumbled upon you. You've been a recommended podcast or or video podcast that they've seen. You want to make sure that you're giving them every opportunity to trust in your podcast. And so sound is a big one. Uh, I personally use the Rodecaster Pro, which whilst it's not an app, it is kind of a a bit of a mixer that uh, a lot of people use. I mean, I'm I'm currently sitting in the studio that my office shares with a number of other businesses and we it's literally sitting behind me. It's what I used for Boss Mode Radio, so the online radio station that I ran. We were one of three people when so when Roadcaster first brought them out, I was one of three in WA who actually had this mixer and you can use it for everything. The beauty of it and and why I'm such a huge advocate for it is because of the different channels that it allows you. So it means that you can monitor your volume levels on any particular person that is using any one particular microphone. You can stream your, you can Bluetooth your phone through it. So you can take phone calls from anyone anywhere in the world. So I definitely recommend looking at your, what you have in terms of how you're capturing the audio. The other thing to consider as well is it doesn't matter how great your editing skills and your filtering skills are in production and, and, you know, editing up. If your sound quality is bad, you're never going to be able to fix that. You need to make sure that it is proper think of it as if you you had a dress and you bought a particular dress and it was stunning dress but the quality of material you put it on and it ripped instantly it's exactly the same with your audio you need to make sure that your audio is perfect so that all these other things that make it and turn it into this beautiful sounding podcast it's just refining and tweaking where you need to refine and tweak and you let your audio do all of that instead When it comes to production side of things, so your editing side of things, I definitely use, I personally use Adobe Audition, but I know that uh, Final Pro, people have used um, iMovie for the audio and the cutting up of the iMovie. I know InShot is one that a lot of people are using now as well. So they're taking and extracting the audio and they're cutting it up that way, especially if they use video with it as well. So anything that's really going to allow you to, edit your uh, podcast the way that it needs to be edited. So that's having a stinger at the start, allowing you to have that good um, edit in the middle, trying to, the one thing that I also recommend is try not to take away ums from when guests are speaking. So you want to make sure that your editing equipment is, you're making sure that you're not editing that I know we've kind of gone off a bit of the the topic a little bit here but this is a a very crucial thing because the reason is is when you've got say you've got a guest and they say I'm a lot and I'm probably saying I'm a lot today so (laughs) we'll see how that goes but with that what it does is it changes the person's confidence in what they're particularly saying so if someone say for example you had a politician that came on and they you asked them a very difficult question and they kept stammering and stuttering and saying up and you pulled all those ums out of it in your editing process you've now made someone who didn't necessarily know what they were talking about 
now sound like they know exactly what they're talking about and you've just changed the whole tone of the conversation and people's perception of what they should have expected from that person's answer. So these are the things that you need to also uh, think about. But the editing equipment you want to make sure allows you to do all of that. So those are some of the apps that you should be doing. And then you can uh, pop, pop it into your social media. You can do use whether it's Mojo, you do a nice little video for it or wave to put it onto your Instagram with the audio as well. Those are some of the apps that we definitely recommend that we use. But always make sure that very first element, which is that recording element, you're giving yourself every opportunity to have that high quality or that good quality audio uh, in the in the long run. I love that. I love that. And I think that's the thing. People think they, I mean, look, you can book studio time. We know that. You can go in and that's very easily done. There's um, places all over the place in Perth where you can do that. But uh, if you want to get started and I'm one for starting and then as you go learning because otherwise you're not going to start. And we know what people are like. Um, Procrastination is massive. So you know what you can do? If it's really simple, if you have a laptop, you go buy Blue Yeti um, or Yeti Nano um, and you plug that USB thing into your laptop. You then go buy a Logi HD 1080 camera, um, Mm -hmm. again, which is USB, and you you sit it on top of your laptop. You then have high-quality video and you have high-quality audio. You then record it on Zoom and then you download that recording and you then have um, something you can put on YouTube and you have audio both together for one recording. Now, do you see how that is a starting point? How easy is that? I mean, you can get a Nano, you know, for a hundred and something dollars and you can get a Logitech for about the same and this particular equipment, it's not hard to find. You could go to EB Games. You could Office go Works. to yeah. Officeworks. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's your general stores. So you don't have to go to a specific, a technical store or an audio store. You can walk into stores that are in your local shopping centre and be able to get what you need from it from there. Yeah, so there's there's no excuses when it comes to that. You can have the free Zoom. You just download it to your actual PC, not to the cloud. And, yeah. you know, and Audacity is free if you want to edit um, yeah. your audio um, to really dive deep into editing. Um, so, you know, there's little, little things like that. And as you grow in confidence, then it, you can start getting better sound, better, you know, mixing, better editing, and, and you can add your, um, you know, your header and your footer of your welcome <laughs> and your, and then you can also edit in the middle, can't you? Like you were saying and put the, hey, we're just taking a break from the podcast now to, you know, I've got this course launching. Hey, you know, why don't you check it out? It, yeah. it, it, it's in stages and, and I think that it's important that you listen to people who are out there who are doing it like yourself and, and know the difference between the little things. Like you're yeah. saying with the mixer, you can if you've got two people and two mics and, and you've got a lot of control there, there's a lot, but don't let that overwhelm you because you'll never get started. No. And I think no. it's, um, it's, it's um, amazing what's out there. And, and you've said some amazing apps that I didn't, I haven't even looked at Wave or any of those. So this is what this um, is about, trying to get different things out there that you can try. I know myself, I use Canva and import the audio um, onto my Insta stories so that I have the snippet, the 30-second yeah. snippet of the audio over my Insta story. And then I put captions on top of that from the 
um, Insta. And then I had, there you go, two seconds and you have a little snippet Done. of audio. And if people aren't listening, which some people don't listen on their stories, you've got the caption so people know at least what your guest is saying. So, exactly. you know, wow, there's things that, okay, well, I didn't do that to begin with. And then all of a sudden that was an option for me. Oh, I, I can put the sound in there. Hmm. Oh, great. Okay, well, let's try that. And it's just about being willing to try. I think that's what I would recommend for people. And I think, um, I think any podcaster should realise that episode one is not going to sound the same as episode 20. Episode 20 is going to sound brilliant. But then compared to episode 100, it's not going to sound that great because every podcast you learn, you know, even with the Boss Mode show, I know in my first episode and I I find myself doing this a fair bit. Like I had, I was doing a fair bit. Like I was so nervous because it was the first time I was back behind a microphone and I just found I discovered this brand new habit that I had. And then I realized, okay, I'm doing this. And I replaced it by saying, um, 2,400 times, you know? <laughs> so, and you do get this where if you're not saying, um, it might be you fill it in with another word. I know in a lot of my earlier days, uh, I used to say now, and especially when I was doing live radio, it was now. So onto the, and now, and now, and I was just like, how many times am I going to say now? But this is, even the most professional people who have studied at WAPA and have studied broadcasting go through these phases. So if you're going through it, it's okay because episode one is not going to sound like episode 100. You're going to learn. You're going to work out what works for you. You're going to work out your comfortability. You're going to work out your template of this is where I put this in my uh, audio or this is where I put this or am I going to put all my different audios, whether that's my intro or my outro or my ads, all as I'm recording, or am I going to add them in post-production? So these are the things that you all work out and you work out what works for you and what you had as a formula in your first 10 episodes might change as you go along and it's all perfectly fine. Yeah, and and also these are things, if you're a busy small business owner, that can be outsourced as well. Yeah. As you know, your intro and outros can be done on Fiverr or you can get a studio to do them for you for not that much as long as you have an idea about what you want and then you just quickly add them at the beginning and the end if you don't want to do a middle one. Um, But that's done. You can get your uh, graphics done on something like Upwork or you can get a, a social media manager to manage that for you. Your newsletters you can send out you know weekly updates on podcasts with what it is you're talking about and a link to it you know you could get a VA to do that for you so these are things that people you've got some wonderful content there that can be repurposed and that is my main thing for people when they create a podcast is look for ways to repurpose that content and make sure that it has a lifespan longer than what it you would normally think it would do that week it goes up because another one that I found recently was Otter if you can um, use Otter and upload your audio I think it's otter.ai I think Okay. something like that um yeah so otter what it does is you upload your audio and it transcribes the entire podcast for you and sends it to you in text so there you have weeks of content that you can pull from that podcast episode of you talking for 30 minutes with the guest and utilize that in many different instagram captions or blog posts or on your 
future episodes. And that was something that you're already doing. So use the things that you were already doing and look for ways to repurpose that. It will give you longevity in what it is you're doing. And it will stop the overwhelm in having to create content because you've already done it. And then you can pull bits of it and create content along the way. And I think that's what we need to realize as well is that whilst podcasting is another tactic that we can use for our business when it comes to marketing, it doesn't necessarily mean that we're not, we have to start from scratch with everything that we're doing or that we have to do this over here and forget about everything else. As I said before, it all flows. It can all flow. That repurposing content. I mean, I've I've got episodes of the the most recent series of the Boss Mode Show where I have basically created episodes out of blogs that I had on my website, you know, and been able to actually explain things a little bit more in depth. And these were more on the one on one. Uh, where I've just spoken rather than having a guest, but it was content that I was able to repurpose in a way that's more audio. So people who might not be able to digest a long blog with lots of explanations have been able to just listen in. I know someone who listened into an episode where I likened the different channels of marketing to the Justice League and how every superhero has their own little element because what happens if Superman, who is social media, gets hit with his kryptonite and goes down, what happens to the rest of your marketing and each little superhero? And they were doing their gardening and they're like, Tamelza, you put my favorite, you know, I love comics and you put comics with marketing and you just explained it in a way that just blew my mind. And I was digging holes in the garden at the same time whilst I was listening to it. So it's that type of thing that you don't have podcasts can be easy provided take the time to just learn those little steps realize that you're always going to keep improving on it and one episode is not going to sound like your other episode but at the end of the day you as long as you're getting some good content out there and it's resonating with your audience and you can know if it's resonating by checking the stats on how long people are listening in Are you continuing to climb? It's not all about ranking first off. Yes, that helps, but you want to make sure that the audience that you're trying to capture are listening to you. So making sure that whatever you're doing in your podcast does that, then you're going to find that your podcast is working in your favor as opposed to being what some people see as a waste of time down the line. Yeah, exactly. And that gives you great uh, market research, doesn't it? If you've got a podcast topic that is really getting the downloads, you know that that is something your ideal client wants to know more about. So that, why do you not do a series of carousels on Instagram? Why don't you do an Instagram live? (laughs) Why don't you do, so take that as research as well and vice versa. Like if people really are asking you things in your DMs, I know that's why um, I'm doing this podcast um, we, with you and also did a live on it because a lot of people are really asking, you know, how does this work? How do I start? Yeah. So, you know, why not get people who know about it on the podcast like yourself and then also start, you know, giving them tips on how you do it yourself, even though it may only be at a, a basic level, at least you're giving them inspiration on how they can start themselves. And I think that that's really, really, really important. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. So now I, I think we've, we have spoken for nearly 40 minutes on, <laughs> on podcasts and I know we will keep going forever, but yeah, I want really. people to know about you firstly. So tell people how they can find out more about you and, um, and the services you offer as well. So let people know how to find you online. So there's a number of ways that they can find me. First and foremost, if they want to see exactly how crazy I am in real life, they can follow me on Instagram at Demelza Leonard and also on my webpage, demelzaleonard.com. Then there's obviously DL Social, which is my marketing and social media baby, which is where I do a lot of the podcast consultations uh, and also the one-on-ones just to kind of help with strategies of all types uh, or even seeing how your podcast can work within your strategy and that's dl underscore social on instagram or dlsocial.com.au and then if you want to check out the first season of the boss mode show you can at the boss mode show and you can find that on apple podcasts uh, google podcast spotify and iHeartRadio as well I love that. I remember I was around when that was going on and everyone wanted to be a guest on that show. Yeah. And I used to love seeing the guests that you had. Again, talking to an ideal audience and I was your audience at that stage still am. So, uh, yeah, and I think that's it. You have the guests on where I know that I'm going to get value from that. And that's what I used to love about your show as well. So I think the more people can get their head wrapped around that. But you're the person to speak to if they're a bit lost in their strategy of how a podcast can really work for them. So, um, you know, make sure. just go check her out she's amazing (laughs) she's been around in radio and music and can really tell you how to do things the right way and I think it's good if you're going to start to get that input um, beginning so you're not wasting your time you know what you're doing Uh, well it's been awesome talking thank you so so much and um, I will see you on your social because I love yours it's all about 90s music and just (laughs) stuff I love so um, go check out a personal one but also yes the DL social if you want to know how to do or marketing strategy um, digital podcasting it's all over there so awesome and I'll look forward to speaking to you soon definitely thanks Nicola see ya